0: Okay, given where we left off, we left off saying that the theory of intelligent design gets us to the point where there is a beginning, a supernatural beginning, and that's what pops that natural thing into existence. If that was clear. By now, everyone should, at the very least, think that that's a considered opinion. Now the question is why? So we now move from the world of science to the world of religion. Here's what I mean. Remember when we said that the difference between religion and science is the difference between what and why? Meaning, science measures what? right? And it tells you how something works. Religion tells you why something is, okay? So we start over with a fundamental question. Why is there something instead of nothing? That's the basis of all religion. In other words, science, as we said yesterday, ends here. Science would tell you the only thing we know is that something popped into existence, and from that pop into existence, everything else came. That's the universe as we know it. From a philosophical perspective, from a religious perspective, we have to ask ourselves the question, why is there something instead of nothing? Why not just have nothing? Now, you understand that science does not claim to answer this question. Not only does science not claim to answer this question, science has not developed, as we finished off saying yesterday, the technology of words to be able to answer the question, because it's the wrong discipline. Does that make sense? Yeah. When I say science, do you mean like the, like the what do you are you referring to the community or you're referring to like the like the ideal conception of what science is? Correct. Is that one? Right. In other words, science is science has developed a language to be able to measure the known universe, which is amazing. And every time we discover something new within the new universe, within within the known universe. We have to develop a technology of language to be able to speak about that thing, right? So we used to think the atom was the smallest thing in the world, and we cut it open, killed 250,000 Oriental people, right? And now we know it's not the smallest thing, so we had to develop new language, right? And we use that language to be able to describe it. But science can't develop a language that could speak to something that's non existent. It's not within the purview of what they do. It would be no different than a musician coming over to a scientist and saying, explain to me the notes of evolution. You're using the wrong technology of words, right? So when we move, when we shift from <coughs> point B, namely something, into point A, the realm of nothing, science has nothing to say about that. And that's not because, that's not to diminish the power of science. It's just to understand the, the Gdarev in which it lives, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So now the question is as follows. Once we've entered into this portion of the world, we have to ask ourselves a question. Why is there something instead of nothing? And that leads us now to a concept called revelation. Okay? We all agreed yesterday, or we should have all agreed by now, that this nothingness, we're going to call that God. Okay? That's the point, right, before it gets into something. That's called God. So once you have the concept of God, a creator, now the question why becomes relevant. Why did the Creator do something? Let the Creator do nothing. Make sense? And that leads us into Revelation. Because if God did in fact create the world, if we're right, that this didn't just pop into existence for no reason at all, we need to know two things. Number one, was it just like an arbitrary activity? Okay, which is possible. Maybe God was bored, right? Whatever that nothing is, maybe it was bored. And as a result of its boredom, it decides, let me create something. In which case, it doesn't really matter if that God ever lets the universe know what its purpose is. Because it was just a random act. But, if your notion of God is that it's purposeful, meaning it's perfect, then by definition we have to talk about revelation. In other words, when we speak about God, at least from a Judaism perspective, from a Judaic perspective, we're not speaking about a what, we're speaking about a who. You understand the difference? We've moved into the realm of God having a personality, so to speak. And then the question becomes, well, why did that personality, why does that being decide to do something instead of nothing? Perhaps it was our jury. He got bored and he decided to snap his fingers. Creation. In which case, what's the relationship between the creation and the creator? Nothing. Right? Alternatively, we could consider the following opinion. He did it for a reason. And the reason then needs to be communicated. No different than, for example, let's say I hired Tuvia to come work for me. And I give Tuvia all of this equipment. And I say, Tovia, okay, you've got your you've got your computer, right? You've got your desk. You've got a team of people that are working with you, right? What's the only thing I haven't told you? What's the job, right? So if you come to sit down and work, and you're sitting there and you're in front of your computer and you see all these people and they're running around, there's numbers on the board and there's people running around like crazy, what's the thing you're gonna ask yourself? What am I supposed to do? What's my role? Now, why are you asking that question? Because you assume that if you were hired, you were hired for a reason, right? Exactly. So ask yourself the following question. When you consider your own design, what does your design tell you? Yeah? Like, like, our, like our physical design. All of it. Everything about you. We're really smart. You're, you're exceptionally intelligent. You're the most intelligent animal out there. I'm not saying like, not like human. No, no, no. I mean you. No, I'm joking. The, um, I'm sure you're very smart, though. What I mean to say is... When you consider your design, the first thing that's going to jump out at you is your your intelligence. Okay, what else? You're complex. What ways are you complex? Everything that needs to work together. Okay. First of all, you're a modern miracle, right? The fact that all the body parts work together, the blood is pumped to the rest of the body, the human eye is capable of focusing, turning things into color, right? It's unbelievable. You're exceptionally complex in terms of your biological makeup. Yeah? We're very physically capable. You're definitely physically capable. Perhaps not as physically capable as like a horse, right? You can't, you know, run at that level at that speed. No, a horse can't swim. Okay. And as you're you're capable of doing a lot of things. You're you you can be in the water to a degree, you can be on land to a degree. I'm with you. What else? You guys missed a pretty basic one. What? Social. Oh, you're social. That's a great one. That's a great one. Yeah. We have the language. Oh, you, you have know. language, correct. Huge. What else? So, so same thing. Same thing. Social free and language. Will. That's We'll get to that. I'm not so sure about free will yet. Yeah? Yeah. We built the society. Absolutely. You're not just a creature that knows how to interact with others and communicate with others. You've built empires. Right? You, you've, you've conquered the known world with government. You left out one really basic one. I'll give you a hint. If I was teaching a class of girls, it would have been the one they go first with. Yeah. <laughs> We have exceptionally complex emotions. Oh. Right? And and the and the and the, the interplay between intellect and emotions. What should all of these things tell you on some level? At the very basic, what, what should these things tell you? We are different. That yourself, the and therefore what? No different than if I gave you a computer and said get to work, right? And you would end, Toby is gonna say to me, what do you want me to do? Right? What am I gonna say? Same thing. If I look at my design, what am I gonna say? <coughs> I've clearly got a design. And as once we go into the realm of design, I want to know, what is the design for? So what's more likely? Again, just from a logical perspective, I have two arguments in front of me. One is that God designed the world arbitrarily. For whatever reason, nothing, nothing decided that something should exist. And why? Arbitrary. But if that was the case, we have to ask ourselves a question. Why the design? That's what I felt like doing. I felt like creating social creatures. I felt like I felt like creating complex creatures. I felt like creating emotional creatures, intellectual creatures. It's just the nature of the design, right? Or alternatively, what would be a more logical approach to this? So we're designed for a reason. You're designed for a reason. Now, anybody who wants to go with the first argument, you realize again, I'm not saying it's, I'm not saying it's um, impossible, but it seems ridiculous. You would never do that with anything else in your life, right? Yeah. Us being designed for a reason, does that mean that like this supernatural creator needs something from us? Okay, that's a good question. And we're gonna deal, we're gonna at least have one share exactly on that topic. Why God does, does God need, for sure, super important <coughs> question, but you're jumping the gun and I'll tell you why. Because when I say reason, I know why you're I know what you're running to. You're saying if there's a reason then there's a lack. I'm with you. And we'll see. But right now all I want to know is does the design of point b right indicate something about the rationale so to speak of point a of god i think the answer if you're being intellectually honest would have to be yes and okay. here's the argument for no, oh, no was that okay, okay. What yeah that is um <coughs> even if there was even if you want to say the logical was a reason doesn't mean there's a reason now. I could, I could put, I could great. My for, school and for sure. Throw it out yeah. so I 100%. Out school. Watchmaker's theory. God set the watch and then he let it go. Yeah. Okay, yeah. great. It's a great question. But that means that more or less you agree with me at least on this point. Yeah. It's ridiculous to look at the complexity of the design of the universe and think to yourself, this design has no purpose. Right? Could yeah. it be arbitrary? Sure, you could make the argument. Is that a reasonable argument? If you're weighing the rationale of that argument, is that the first thing that jumps out of you? That's the stretch. The more reasonable argument is there's probably a purpose. And here's the rule for today, and this is what's critical. Is there an eraser? There is. Here's what's critical for today. Let's go a little bit. If point A what we're going to call God now, if point A begets point B, which we will now call the universe, and this is what's critical now, the universe clearly has design, it's reasonable to assume purpose, and therefore, it's reasonable, and here's the key word, to expect revelation. This is not just a logical conclusion. This is an expectation. Why is it reasonable to expect revelation? Toby, why is it reasonable? Tavia, why is it reasonable? Because if we're here, we must have a role. Correct. Yeah. find out yeah why. in other words that you're right other, that's why you jump to intellect right that's why we all jump to intellect because when we see design the primary feature of the design is that we can question our own existence right that's clearly got to be one of the defining features and it's not the only defining feature but it's clearly at the one of the main defining features in the fulfillment of our purpose and it's clear that human beings have a tendency to question why they exist to begin with ergo Revelation is going to speak to the intellect of a person, not only to the intellect, but certainly to the intellect. Fair? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Tell me where I tell me where I uh, made a logical fallacy. I don't know. I feel like it's like. I want to validate all of your emotions, yeah. but when you start a question with "I feel like," in a philosophy class, I'm going to have to nail you to a wall. What do you mean when you say "I feel"? Uh, I believe. Are you prepared to make a logical argument knocking off any one of these points? I can try, I would, I would love to hear. All right, I don't feel like I'm gonna. No, out. you did it again. <laughs> 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 you understand why I'm giving you a hard time yeah. about that? Yeah. This is what happens when I teach the seminars. But I feel like, I'm like, okay, I totally validate that feeling. I really hear that you're feeling. But now what? <laughs> yeah? I believe that just because the world has a purpose doesn't mean that we have a purpose. Okay, and so you've now, this is the move, your move is the, the world, world the, universe, this, the universe, the universe has a purpose, important? because the universe, why? Why do you believe the universe has a purpose? Because it has a design? Yeah. But we don't have a design? So does everything else. Right, so everything so would have we, a purpose then. How we more important then? I did why did you say more important? Have I made that argument yet? No. So you're, you're attacking, first you started off feeling. Yeah. Then you move to believing. Right? Yeah. Now your argument is to split between the universe and humanity, even though both have a design, because of an argument that I might make about man being more important. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, why can we say that despite all these designs are um, amazing? They could we could say that so is art. Art is I agree. It, it doesn't have a purpose, but yet it's... Oof. Oof. if there was an artist in the room, what would they say to you? You're right. I can't. I can't um, make sure that my walls are very structured because of uh, your art. The old house will look nicer, but it won't be that there'll be more function. So you could have all these nice-looking designs, but are they going to be functional? Right. So I would think that if I was speaking to an artist, he might say something more profound than the reason that I draw art. The reason that I make art, I should say, is um, it's it's more than just uh, the. Fixing the lines in your home. But art is a feeling. So when you, you're saying that is like when I look at the world and I. But the, I get wait a second, but the design of it. the art is to evoke an emotion, right? Okay. Now, I'm, I may not feel that emotion and you may not feel that emotion. But the design of art is to evoke an emotion. So when you speak to an artist, what would they tell you? I made the art like this in order to evoke the emotion. The design indicates purpose. And I would even argue one step further the design of the thing will be in and of itself, a revelation of the purpose for which it was created. Okay, but why, why are we saying this that the mountains are, the same, um, are supposed to work hand in hand with humans, and therefore it's supposed to be a perfect world that the humans can't... I, I didn't make that argument is. yet. No, but I'm saying is that if you would make the argument that uh, art is, is not... I would make the world. argument that anything that has design, whether it's a mountain, a rock, a person, or a piece of art, anything that has a design indicates a purpose if there's a purpose then the one who was created must have some capacity to know that purpose that's all I'm saying it's a reasonable expectation that if I have a purpose there should be a revelation of that purpose the design in and of itself should communicate that purpose that's my only argument don't ask me about the interplay between trees, mountains, and people yet because I haven't made that argument all right, back to our formation. Sure. Sure. Um, all right, so we... The question of our is saying because we don't know that we're designed, we know we have a purpose. No, uh, like, no, one second. Two. You skipped a couple steps there. All right, fine. Make sure you have the steps. Yeah. There could be nothing. Yeah. Why is there something instead of nothing? That's not a scientific argument. That's a, yeah. that's a reasonable argument, yeah. right? Yeah. Why is there something instead of, instead of nothing? Well, if this thing is God, and there's a universe, and the universe has design, and yeah. we have features. Yeah. Then, those features indicate not randomness, but purposefulness. Yeah. In which case, I would expect that the very thing that is designed knows its purpose and is capable of fulfilling it. So there's That's an exactly. expectation of revelation. You might not know your purpose. You, you might not know your You have one. I agree. I, I, wouldn't know. Know. I might not know it, and therefore, what, what would you expect? If I hired you for the job and you don't know your purpose, I can't ask you to just look around the office and feel and like feel your way out and figure out what your job is. What's my responsibility as your boss? Yeah. To reveal it. Yeah. Expectation. Revelation. Yeah. Fair? Yeah. Yeah. So are we expecting the creator to reveal to us? Maybe. Good, good question. Where does the revelation come from? Does the re- revelation come from within? Does the revelation come from without? Is it a combination of both? Would it be possible for me and right, Chazal discusses, would it be possible for me if the Torah was never given if there was no revelation? Would it be possible for me to learn the things I need to know from looking at the world around me? Right? So yeah, great question. We'll get there. God willing. That revelation? It's not when I say, again, when I say revelation, I'm not speaking right now. I'm not saying... This is what I'm not saying. I'm, I mean, I'll say in a minute, but I'm not saying it this second. I'm not saying God came down from the mountain and revealed. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying so, just so a logical argument. So, you know, like, humans are exploring sort of like, to figure out, okay, like... like potentially. Yeah. Potentially. I mean, if you were in a job and you were sitting in a corner office, right, and you look around and everybody else has small cubicles, you might naturally look at yourself and say, it seems to me that I am of, I am of a higher order within the structure of this office that's a reasonable thing to believe right you might think to yourself then naturally does that give me some sort of managerial powers right you might look at the software on your computer and realize that you're tracking all the other office workers which means that your job by for itself even just intellect alone right there's been a revelation that you've you've looked at the design and wondered to yourself okay now your boss still didn't come down and tell you but you've certainly figured it out by the power of deduction at least someone. Ela um, can you explain what's the, uh, uh, okay. what's the premise I'm confused how we right? like, how do we start with God like, what's the premise of this uh, we, start, we uh, said uh, yesterday we said yesterday that in the open model of the universe what we know to be true is that something popped into existence okay we ran through there's two shirim. you can check them up online if you guys need to review we ran through the different arguments for and against intelligent design but we certainly arrived at the conclusion two things number one just because I don't know anything about the designer doesn't mean that I don't believe in intelligent design because if the object itself has design. That indicates a designer. That was two years ago. And last year, what did we say? Last year, we went against Dawkins' argument. Remind me? Yes. Right. That the infinite creator didn't have a creator that designed it. Right? So it now... Like the ultimate what, what was that? Right. Dawkins argued that he was the ultimate Boeing, that God is the ultimate Boeing 747, that that would have resulted in a loop of like, well, then who created that and who created that, just scaling back on levels of intelligence. We debunked that argument, and that is what led us to this point.
1: Now that we know that there was
0: nothing and there was something, right, and whatever this supernatural thing is, because it's clearly beyond the realm of what we can measure, because it's a non-existent thing, why is there something instead of nothing? That's the the beginning of all philosophical and religious arguments. That's where we leave the realm of science. And now, from a logical perspective, even without getting, you don't have pais, you don't have yamaka, you don't have tzitzit, you don't put on tefillin, it's reasonable to say as follows. Again, it's not measurable, it's reasonable to say as follows. Supernatural related became natural, right? Something shifted, right? Why did it shift? Well, if you say why, then you're already talking about design, right? Because you're looking at it and going, this is exceptionally complex. Why did we develop this complexity? Ergo, there's a purpose. We would expect to have some sort of revelation, either internal or external, of that purpose. So why is complexity necessarily uh, designed? Well, because because we don't generally look at complexity that's functional and think random. Right? That wouldn't be a logical argument. No, you wouldn't look at a Boeing 747 and think that randomly got together. So were you comparing, comparing the universe to a Boeing 747? I would say that the universe is a Boeing 747 times a zillion, right? right. And it's the complexity of the universe and the way everything is positioned, the way every cell and molecule work, at least to me, logically indicate there's massive levels of design and the fact that everything works together. Well, why does everything work together? Does that mean that the current state is the perfect way you can possibly do I mean, do you have to assume that it's perfect? Um, I'll tell you what, there's a little bit too much religious overtones to that question. Mm-hmm. Give, me, give me a couple of days okay, so of, of the, no, no, the issue room and see if when we get back to it. I'm just trying to play out the formula in my head. Does the question make sense? Like, does it, it does make really sense. And I know what you're saying, because you're saying, if there's, like, if I was making a computer, right, and... and I would want that computer to be the best possible computer it could be. Like, if NASA is creating a computer, they don't want to create, like, they don't want to create a computer that's not going to function. They want to create the perfect computer. Now, they may be only create, able to create the most perfect computer that they can make, which is not to say perfect at all, because it's going to be limited to their capacity to understand what's perfect or not. But here when we're speaking about God, you're saying there must be a level of perfection the reason why I'm hesitating is because when we actually do discuss the purpose of the world, we're going to discuss whether that purpose is perfect or imperfect. So that's why I'm, in my head I have these equations. So when guys ask questions, I'm like, okay, where, where are we holding in the equation? So your question really speaks to a couple shiurim from now, probably maybe two or three shiurim from now, where we discuss what exactly was the purpose, and it is perfection the purpose, or is imperfection the purpose? So it might be the most perfect form of imperfection. Yeah. Like, you can make a more that's what I'm saying that's why, that's why I'm hesitant to answer Elon's question because if I answer his question then you're going to ask me that So like why is this the best version of perfect but that for that we would have to understand the purpose okay now we have no time left we have two minutes left but I want to show you something fundamental before we leave and by the way we don't have to share next week Wednesday Thursday because the fuel so I won't see you for two weeks so you're going to have to hold this in your head don't worry we'll review it but revelation now gets complicated Because we're going to talk about either an internal revelation, meaning, when I say internal, meaning the design of the thing itself tells you what it is, it tells you its purpose, okay, or an external revelation, okay, an external revelation, what would you say? It's not possible, this is what you'd have to get to. It's not possible, it's impossible, to determine what your purpose is only internally. There needs to be something external that communicates what we'll call higher purpose, okay? And here's where the real breakdown is. All religions are going to assume that you need an external purpose, meaning you need something external to reveal to you your purpose, because your purpose cannot only be seen by an examination of the self. There's something more that's being communicated. And now here's where it really falls apart. Yeah, you ready? You ready? Here's where it really falls apart. Who got the communication? You understand? In other words, if there's a God, and God created the universe, and we look at the design, and we see that the design indicates purpose, now we expect revelation. The question is, who? Who got that revelation? Why them? Right? so let's look at the questions who who got the revelation why did they get the revelation when did they get the revelation you trust how did they get the revelation what it trust is something else trust yeah you know what let's just do it trust is should I communicate should I believe them that their communication was accurate or should I believe them that they got the communication at all right it's all going to be built, built on something right but all of these things are, are things that Intelligent people should be skeptical of. Why? But most of all, why should we be skeptical of that? that's a very very good thing. That they're saying, it's so right. Completely exactly can't. right. You could I couldn't have said it any better myself. Exactly right. It's not just like a lack of trust, like who are you? They're saying something huge. The claim is massive. They're laying claim wherever these people are, let's just say it's Steve. Right? Steve, the one that got, um, that got the revelation from God. That went to a and out and they created religion. Okay. Right, whatever, whatever it is, he's laying claim, you understand, that this higher purpose goes all the way back to there. You understand? In no, other words, this is point X. This is where all of creation lives. His claim is everything in the world is tied into that higher purpose. He's capable of having that conversation. That's a massive claim even if i had all the proofs in the world i would logically be skeptical of that because i would be like <clears throat> you're making a massive claim like you're not saying that you are the master of one discipline you're saying that every other discipline falls within yours you are the overarching oneness of all of creation that's massive elon um i i wasn't here for the first class i tried to maybe but what's the, i don't know also but what's like the end what, on the last, last, last class, where would we be at? Where, where would we be at? Like, are we going to talk about the Torah and, like, stuff like that? Well, how far are we going to get? I'm, 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 I'm my to goal start. is, I mean, depends if we choose to stop in January or not. It depends on what the guys are interest, interested in. But my goal is to stop, to go all the way to Pesach, and not only to get... This is all just like the groundwork. We haven't even gotten to Judaism, right? And once we get to Judaism, and then it's to discuss... I don't feel we can reasonably get to Judaism and have a meaningful conversation about it if we're not all at least convinced that this is a meaningful, logical argument, right? And then we're going to start taking topics within Judaism, right? Like Gehenem, Gan Eden, Starva Onesh, why does Judaism have so many restrictions? You know, all those things are going to fit into the rubric of this. That's the goal. Yeah. I don't see why there has to be a revelation. Like I see what you're saying, but the um, why there has to be a revelation for a group or a, a singular person. It could, it could just be like everyone has their own theories, and that's what. And that's kind of what. Oh, whoa, 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 one second, one second. But did God have in this in this scenario, right? This happened for a reason, right? That's what we're assuming right yeah. now. We're saying it happened for a reason. So since it happened for a reason. This is where we. This is where I get lost in like the, uh, the soft logic of today's like hippie sort of philosophy, right? Like, it's up to you to decide your reason. No, <laughs> right? That's not logical, right? Because you are not your own creator, right? So if your boss hires you, you don't go like, I really think like it's my journey to figure out what my job is here. What are you talking about? You got a paycheck here. Right? Like, your job is to do whatever your boss tells you. Yeah, but I don't think there has. To, I don't think there has to be a communication. Business. Mean, well, how am I supposed actual, to know it? Then? And us, I think there. I think it's just like that's basically what religion is, kind of. Oh, well, I you're up to religion. I just want. I'm not. I'm only up to revelation, right? I just want to know the following. If God did something on purpose, okay, it's not my job to figure out what I want. It's my job to figure out what He wants. Just in the frame in within this equation that we've built for ourselves, right? It's not on me to think about what what what's happening here. Right? It's about it's on me to think about what's happening here in the in in that moment between point A and point B. Why did that occur? For that you need revelation. <coughs> now the revelation could be internal or it could be external. Religion is going to lay claim to an external motivation. To an external revelation, I say. It's like hmm? We will get to the role of morality in religion. That is also a fascinating question and one we will definitely cover. Sorry, Rabbo, so we're out of time. Thank you.